Yesterday we began Mizmor 22, which is the Mizmor that began with the morning light, first light of the morning, or the strength of the morning. We said there were very uh, many interpretations for what Ayelet HaShachar means. So the, the Mizmor began with the author, according to the Midrashim, it's Esther HaMalka from the Purim story, but that's more Midrashic, uh, according to the, just reading the plain text, it's a plea to Hashem that Bore uh, Olam, you've been with our forefathers and you've been with us throughout Jewish history, why does it feel like you were leaving us now? And you can imagine why the Midrashim would make Esther or say such a thing because, you know, Esther is seeing we, the Jewish people have been around and God has been protecting us. And now this late in history under the Persian Empire, now we want to be destroyed. Now we're going to be destroyed. So that's kind of the, the gist of the psalm of the Mismor so far. And then the Mismor is going to turn into David or the author kind of making a promise in which he says that if we do, if God does end up saving me and protect me in this moment of, of difficulty from my enemies, then I will sing his praises in public and make sure God's name is recognized by other people. So it's a, it's a beautiful mizmor scene in its, in its fullness. We're up to the pasuk number eight. Okay, so he said, my forefathers, they used to call out to you and you saved them. And they had faith in you and they did not, they were not disappointed. They were not ashamed. Pasuk 7. And I, but now I feel like I'm a worm and not a man. I am the object of disgrace in man and I am scorned by the masses. So he's saying, despite the fact that my forefathers were given all of this protection by you, God, I don't feel like I'm getting any protection. I feel like I'm a worm, not even a man. Pasuk 8. Anybody who sees me, they make fun of me. They open their mouths. And they wag their head. The opening is an interesting one. According to some of the Perushim, is like the word Peter, Peter Rechem, for example, like in the Kaddishli, which means what comes out of the womb. So is they let things come out of their mouths. Safa is lips. Okay, so those people, they, they scorn me, they reje- reject me with a curled lip, according to the translation here, and they wag their head in, uh, in, in pointing to my disgrace. Pasuk There are two interpretations to this pasuk. The pasuk translates like, as follows, it says, Turn to the Lord and he will save him, meaning he will save you. He will save him for he loves him or for he delights in him. Now the, the question is, in the previous pasuk we said that the, 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 the people mocking David are mocking him and they're curling their lips and they're wagging their head. The question is, is pasuk tet when it says, turn to the Lord and he will save him. Is that being said by the mocking fellows by the people mocking David, are they saying, go, go, go try to serve your God, see if that helps you? Or is this now 
the, the psalm is it's now David turning to the public and he's saying, if you want success, if you want to, to be saved, turn to Hashem. Do not, uh, do, not, uh, do not lose your resolve, turn to Hashem. So that there are two interpretations. Either it's referring to, it's the enemies of David are saying this and they're saying it in a mocking tone. Turn to Hashem, let him save him. He will save him because he loves him so much. Or is it David turning to the people and saying, you know, it's difficult, but it's time to turn to Hashem and let him do his work, his magic. Okay, so there are multiple interpretations for that pasuk. Pasuk yud ki gohimi Now, for sure, David, or the author, turns to Hashem and he says, he starts saying why it's worth turning to God, why it's worth relying on God, because... You are the one who brought me forth from the womb. You made me secure on my mother's breast. It's a very poetic way of saying, from when I was a baby, you've been my God and you've been protecting me. It is upon you that I was cast upon from the womb. From my mother's womb, from the stomach of my mother, you have been my God, which is why you're the only one I will turn to. Because yeah, yeah, you've been with me from the very beginning. Okay? Do not be so far from me. Because trouble is near. You've been with me forever. I've known you from the very beginning. Don't go so far away from me. Because the difficulty and the trouble is so, is so close. And there's nobody else that can help. So if Borei Olam is far and the difficulty is close, then it will be a problem. I'm surrounded by many bulls. The great, mighty bulls of the Bashan are encircling me or have encircled me. What does this Pasuk mean? What does it mean to be encircled by many bulls? What does it mean that they have encircled me, the mighty bulls of the Bashan? So these are talking about violent bulls, bulls that... Uh, maybe like buffaloes or something, something like a, an aggressive type of bull that they're chasing down David or they're encircling him in order to kill him. So the, the great bulls, and this is all obviously a metaphor for his enemies, the great bulls, Yanni, his enemies, they've encircled him. The great bulls of the Bashan have, have gone around him and are trying to, to take him down, trying to kill him. They've opened up their mouths. They are like a lion that is tearing things apart and is roaring. Meaning he dis- he's describing his, an- his enemies in-, in terms of other animals that are encircling him and ready to prey on him. One is the Abire Vashan, the great animals of the Bashan. Then he says they are like, they opened up their mouths. They are like lions who are tearing things apart and they're roaring. Pasuk Tetvav. I've spilled like water. I've become, I've melted and spilled like water. And all of my bones have fallen apart. My heart is like wax. And it's melting within me. And so he says, as a result of the enemies chasing me and the animals encircling me and the lion roaring, all, obviously all metaphoric, I've become like water and I'm melting away in fear. My bones are all sh- falling apart and my heart has become like wax. My heart is also melting within me. These are all exp- very common expressions in Tanakh for fear. Melting away is an expression of fear.
but it's not just melting away. Pasuk Tetzayin, Yavish Kaheres Kohi Ulshoni Mudbak Malkohai Vilafarmavet Tishbeteni. Yavish Kaheres Kaheres Kohi, my strength, not only as my heart melted within me, but the 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 moisture in of my of my saliva has dried up. That also happens when people get very scared. I become extremely scared until my saliva has dried up. My kochi, according to some means, the natural lubrication of the body, which helps the body move and give strength to the body. That's why it's called koah. So that has all become dry. and My body is no longer able to function. And my tongue is stuck to my palate. Malkochai is a very uh, fancy way of saying palate because the malkoach is like um, is like a like a tongue you can you like uh, that you grab let's say they used on the, when you when you're barbecuing you grab the meat with it so the mouth also can grab things in the same way so the mouth is compared to a tongue with which you, you can grab things so your, the you, what you can do with your teeth is kind of like the same it's the same thing so the malkoach which can typically mean a a uh, a tongue here is used as palate or the mouth. Okay, so my tongue is stuck to my mouth. And you've, you've designated me for the dust of death. So now the author is extremely scared, right? The, the animals are encircling him or her, if it's Esther. And he is scared. His, his lubrication of natural bodily lubrication that you know, helps him move and function has dried up. So now his bones are all hitting each other and they're not, and he's not able to walk and to be strong. For dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers have encircled me. Like a lion, they are surrounding my hands and my legs. Or there's another interpretation that they have, they have encircled me and bound me up like a lion is, is bound up when it's trying to be uh, captured by by another by a group of uh, thing hunters, so that now he he again he uh, his enemies are described as animals in very many different uh, ways. So one there was parim rabim they're described like great cows. Next they were described as abirevashan, which are like the great buffaloes. Then there is uh, like an arye like a lion that is tearing things apart, and then here again. It's like, uh, like dogs that they're surrounding him. And now again, like lions at the very end. Okay. I count all of my bones. They gaze and they look at me. So what's going on in this pasuk? What does it mean I count my bones? It means I count all of the, the wounds that I've developed on my bones. Or I've count, I've, I've, I'm counting all the blows that I'm taking on my body. It's another way of saying I'm counting all of my bones. And while this is a moment of shame where I'm licking my wounds and I'm, I'm counting all of the, my suffering, they, my enemies, are looking at me and they're just staring with no shame. Instead, what are they focusing on? They're focusing on what they're going to do after I die. So they're focusing on taking my clothes. So they divide my garments. They say, oh, when this guy dies, you know, all of his garments that he has at home, I'm going to take that suit he has. And, he, and this guy, the next guy says, I'm going to take this piece of clothing. So they're dividing my garments between them. 
And on my clothing, they're casting lots to see who gets to take what. Right? Each person gets to take something. So they uh, they're doing goral. But you, Lord, you Hashem, do not be far off. You are my strength. Please rush Husha Le'ezrati to help me. Okay, so again, the enemies are encircling him and they're planning what they're going to do after he dies and they're planning on taking his clothing and all of this. And then he says, But you, Hashem, do not be far because if you stay close, then all of their plans will be. Uh, they'll, they'll go to naught they won't, they won't succeed You are my strength A yaluti A yaluti is like A yaluti le azrati khusha I do not know the source of the word A yaluti Okay but, but Here it's translated as My strength Hasten to help me Or rush to help me Don't come from like ayal Like dear That's what I was going to say I, I think it's The source is ayal The same way an ayal Is like a strong animal I mean, they, use, they make reference to... Uh, there is a lot. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot. It probably is. It probably is connected. Okay. Pasuk Kaf Aleph. Hatsila meherab nafshi miyad kelev yachidati. Save me from the sword. My soul, meaning save my soul from the sword. Miyad kelev yachidati. Save me from the grasp of a dog. The sword of my soul? What? Hatsila meherab nafshi. No, 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 it's written, Hatsila Mecherev, comma, Nafshi. Save from the sword, comma, my soul. That's how it's read. Miyad Kelev Yahidati. From my. Uh, no, from the dog, save my Yahida. Yahidati. Myself. The dog is not that scary. Why. Uh, Maybe it's a scary. To lion and to... Don't look at the domesticated dogs here in America. Yeah, I think we're a little bit... Um, in those times, they, they didn't domesticate dogs. Their dogs are treated like people. Go to other... In other countries, people are fighting for the dog's food. Mm. Here they say, Yechidati in this pasuk is in reference to my soul, which would make sense. Because Hatsila Meherev Nafshi, save from the sword my soul. Miad Kelev Yechidati, from the dog save my uniqueness. What is my essence and my uniqueness? My neshama, my soul. Okay, Pasuk Kapet. Hoshiaini mi pi arie, umi karne remim anitani. Save me from the mouth of the lion. Which lion? The lion we spoke of before in Pasuk Yudalid. Okay, in Pasuk 14. Save me from the mouth of the lion and from the horns of re, the remim. Oh, the re, the reem. This is a shortened form of the word reem. Karne reem karnav. Okay, so reem. Is another type of, I don't know, like a, an animal that has horns. So it's probably like a ram of some sort. Uh, Anitani, answer me. Ani, aneoti is what it's, it's a conjunction of. Aneoti, uh, answer me. So save me from the mouth of the lion, from the horns of Ra'em. Please answer me. Uh, and then, starting in Pasuk Kav Gimel, David starts to say what he's going to do if he's answered. I think we're going to save that tomorrow. But start, for the rest of the psukim, they're beautiful, beautiful psukim. Of once David recognizes, or once Esther, or whoever is writing this mizmor, recognizes that they, that they have been saved, they're going to thank God, but they're going to thank God publicly. So they're going to announce God's greatness to the world. And they're going to encourage people to see God's greatness. And that is kind of like a lesson that when we are in a moment of distress, and Borei Olam pulls us out of the distress, 
it's time to show thanks, the best way to show thanks is to do it publicly. So you have the Gomel Biracha. What's the halacha with the Gomel Biracha? Yeromu Bekal'am Uvmoshav Zekanim Yehalaluhu. You have to do it in the midst of people and in the midst of Zekanim. You have to have two Chachamim and ten people for the Bracha. Meaning ten people including two Chachamim. So a total of ten. And part of the reason is because whenever you're saved from difficulty, it has, the thanks to Borei Olam has to be done publicly so you can use that opportunity as a Kiddush Hashem. So we're going to see the same theme in this Mizmor of Kaf Bet, in the 22nd Mizmor, in which David says, save me, save me, save me from my enemies, from the dog, from this, from the lion. And if you do, I'm going to sing your praises in public and encourage people to recognize your greatness. Baruch Adonai Amen, amen.